Hello everyone, Karen Glasser here, and welcome to Minding Your Mental Health. I'm here with my co-host and son, Rob Glasser. Hey Rob, how you doing? Not too bad. Great. Well, we you know, we talk about topics that shape mental health today, teach the importance of inclusion, and share why we should be kind. So whether you're here live or on replay, we love you. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Today, our topic is all about loving yourself. I love this topic. Oh, no pun intended. I love this topic. So what are we doing about love today? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> excuse me. It is a very important topic to do and is one that everybody should practice daily for themselves and, of course, for others, too, because right. got to be nice to everybody, even if you don't want to be. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so we're going to start you out pretty easy here. So one thing that we talk about a lot are activities you can do that don't take much time, probably no money, and they're just things to enjoy. Now, I guess a caveat would be we're talking about loving yourself, but in a way, you know, passion, uh, meaning, love, appreciation, it can all mean the same thing here, right? Right. So we have just a few, and literally just a few, activities to try uh, to get that love, to, or what is it, bring back that loving feeling. Um <laughs> I feel I a song, song coming on. <laughs> there you go, right? It is a song. All right. So number one, and this is one that we do here at home daily, play with the fur babies. Um, nothing's better than having a cuddle session, some belly rubs for the dog. I mean, maybe for you. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or maybe a game of fetch or tug of war. But sometimes just sitting with them and snuggling is a great thing to do, right? Oh, hey, hey Chris. Bye. You would appreciate a ball, I know, because uh, she does the cat rescue, so there you go, you understand. Love it. So we're so glad you're back. We're so glad you're back. Hi, Chris. Um, so, yeah, so playing with the pets, a great way to make you feel good. Um, it costs zero dollars because it's just you and the, the, you know, puppies, kitties, bunnies, whatever. I mean, hey, we had birds and a fish, too, so. Yeah, absolutely. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about loving ourselves. Let us know what you think about loving yourself and all the different activities that we're going to come up with right now. So what's number two, Rob? What's another? All right, so this is one that I love, and this is one I think is very important for not only mental but physical. Get active. Now, we've talked about this a few times, right? It doesn't matter how you do it. Uh, I do it from home on, on YouTube. If you're lucky enough to be somewhere where there's maybe a uh, – an open space, which we actually kind of have by us too. We have a lot of um, open space as well. Pet therapy is my favorite as well. There hey, Barbara. Hi there. Um, but being active, uh, being active in any way. Uh, I like doing exercise because I know how important it is to stay fit, especially in a time like this. Um, but being active, it also releases the endorphins, right? It releases right. all the happy chemicals in your brain. Um I'll throw it to you for a second. I know you walk the dog. Do you do any other active activity? Um, I'm a big walker. So when I'm not walking the dog and it's not 122 degrees, um, I walk three miles a day and I power oh. walk. And it's a difference between regular walking and power walking, meaning that I can do a mile in about 10 minutes, which is wow. pretty good for walking. Um, and I'll do three miles. And that's about all I do. I mean, I could be doing a lot more here. We have golf, we have pickleball, we have bocce, you know, I don't do any of that, but I do walk. So any exercise helps, right? Any well, I might try to come over and do some golf because I really do want to get it. Okay. Uh, all right. Number three, and this is also very good when you can, volunteer. 
Um, again, doesn't have to be anything extravagant, and you can even do it online as well. Um, places like Autism Walks does autism uh, online walks where you give, and they give you you know a T-shirt. You can go to like Chris does. You can go to an animal shelter. Uh, you can go to actually what we did recently. We uh, purged a bunch of our stuff, and uh, Krista, my wife, dropped off a bunch of things to um, you know the Goodwill. Right. So any kind of giving back is great, not only for you, but for them. But also look into it, though, as do it for the sake of the good, not for what it's going to do for you. I know you get a lot of stuff when you do it. But for me, when I give back, I, I always look at the other versus what I'm going to right. You know, get out of it. Oh, Oh, you are preparing a longer life show for pets in need. I love that. Chris, let us know when you're doing that and we'll give you a shout out and let make sure people go and watch. All right. Cool. Kind of like our uh, possible setup we're going to do too. All right. Number four. Now, this is something that I think you do in elementary school. I think it's like a little craft thing, but create a gratitude tree. Mm hmm. It's something I've seen done on paper. I don't know. It could be done other ways. But basically, you cut out or you draw a tree and you draw empty leaves. And in those leaves, you write down a word or a thing you're grateful for. And then you put it up on your wall. You put up whatever. And it's clever. It's a clever little idea. I know you, you can get more creative and do the whole art thing, whatever. But just just drawing a picture and drawing some some leaves or some branches and you write down what you're grateful for. So, you know, wife, family, health, place, you know, a uh, place to live, stuff like that. Um, this one is probably more personal, right? For the individual right. doing. It right. might not necessarily be something you do with somebody else. Uh, it could be. You it never could know. could be. And maybe um, it's not a tree. Maybe it's a gratitude journal. Maybe it's a gratitude um, white. I didn't know you were going to bring that one up, right? I know. I'm um, a journal girl. <laughs> But it's kind of a fun little thing to do. And really, it's a way to write down. And actually, for me, I could write down a list because I'm a list person. I could write down things I'm grateful for. And every morning I wake up, I actually have pictures in my bathroom that we made on the printer with a quote and a picture of us. And it's a quote that I read every morning. I love that. Just to make me, you know, feel good. Now, the last one here, also something we've talked about before. Right. Deep breathing. Um, I look at this less from the meditative point and just from the breathing point. A lot of times it'll say, take a few seconds and just take a breath. Don't have to do it during any time. Um, Sometimes they'll say, do it right before you're about to do something important. But just breathe. And it's it's funny to tell people to breathe because you're like, well... You but already breathe, right? I think, yeah, and I think the difference is, is yes, we all breathe. We breathe without even thinking about it. We breathe all day long because if we didn't, we'd be dead. But in terms of when we say just breathe, we literally are actively engaged in the activity of breathing. So we're yeah. counting or we're, we're paying attention to the, the air that goes through our nose and the air that goes out, you know, that kind of thing. So it's intentional breathing. It's not just we're breathing to live. And I think there's a huge difference there. I am very blessed to be able to breathe to live. So, yes, just just put that out there. Good point. Good point. So those are just a few. Uh, Let us know if there's any other activities you like doing, whether it is something athletic or sporty, whether it's sitting at home with your dog or cat. Put it in the comments. Maybe it's, you know, whatever. Yep. Next up, um, first of our two opinion pieces we're going to talk about, finding meaning. Um, 
so put this as an opinion piece because as I was searching through the internet, it was hard to find anything that made sense to go off of because a lot, everything I read was like somebody's personal opinion. So what I don't, I'll, I'll answer first or second, but what is meaning? What do we think meaning is? Do you want me to go first? Do you want me to go first? Okay, so meaning I think is finding what you want, what you need or what you feel and going towards it. Meaning, it's like the meaning of life, you know, the age old question, what is the meaning of life? There is no answer, right? Because it's different for everybody. Everybody has right. a different meaning to life. Right. Right. But for me, meaning is finding your thing, so to speak, and going towards it. Right. That's my definition. What's, what's your definition? Right. And I would say similar. I mean, when you find, we hear all the time, find meaning in your life, find um, yes. something that, right? And I think it's that which brings us joy or brings us closer to our destination, brings us closer to where we want to be and have a meaningful life, that it's beneficial, it's worthwhile. I want to use the word worthwhile. I think meaningful and worthwhile might, but again, it's a personal thing, right? And I, that's why we're doing, it's an opinion piece. Um, everybody has their own definition of meaningful. Let's see who we got here. Um, Barbara, my goodness, uh, yeah, your business is good for your mental health. It gives you purpose, and I love what I do. And, Barbara, you have an amazing store. If anyone lives in Woodland Hills, California, go on over to Beaver's Den. She has the most amazing antiques and just incredible things. So go check her out. I just had to give you a shout-out. Sorry. Well, then, okay. <laughs> so I couldn't talk meaningful without this man here. You know how much I love him. I think people at this point watching know too. It's like right. a bromance thing that he doesn't know about apparently. <laughs> but this is the second book that I've read from him. I think he actually just got a brand new one out because I found on Amazon he's got a new book. But this one is, it's so funny because he talks about, you know, the silliness of how obsessed we are with things. But the art of happiness to him is, it's not really a, 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 a fulfilling finding thing. It's not something you're, you're looking at. He talks about, and let me just kind of go through some of the chapter uh, names here to give you an idea. Um, if I can open the book. Um, so like he starts out with things like the right to happiness, the sources of happiness, training the mind for happiness and reclaiming your happiness. That's his purpose of life section. That's him talking about what it is, how you, why you deserve to find it. Right. His part two goes into warmth and compassion to humankind. So intimacy to others, deepening your connection, values and benefits. Right. Pretty self-explanatory. Um, he then goes into how to transform suffering into happiness, overcoming obstacles and all that. But I'll give you the story I always give. He, because uh, he, he, he was in um, Minnesota, I think that's where Mall of America is. And he was doing it with this guy. The, the guy, Howard Cutler, is the one who wrote this book. And he talked about how he was walking through the Mall of America and he walked down an entire aisle of things and he found electronics and he found toys. And he's like, I want one of these, I want one of these. And he got to the end of the aisle and he's like, eh. And he left and he went back to his hotel. And that was his day. Like he went out for the day, he looked around, he went back to his hotel, that was it. And he was totally okay with nothing. Like he didn't have to leave the store with anything. Right. And... That's where the meaning comes in. Is it, you know, and again, this is the opinion pieces are hard to do, but they're also easy because we all have our own way right. of doing it. But I would say, is finding meaning necessary or is that also person to person? If you don't necessarily find a meaning, do you need to 
Or if you don't, is that okay too? Well, and I think that's how we define, well, how do we define meaning? And it's to each his own. So, and I think we also want to make clear that we are equating finding meaning in our lives and finding happiness is how we love ourselves. And so, I mean, that's, that's what the show is about today is, is how, you know, is finding our passion and, and making sure that we love ourselves. And so I really do think that it's a personal thing, how we find meaning in our lives, what might be meaningful to you and, and, uh, and allow you to love yourself may absolutely have nothing to do with what makes me float. Right. So I think it is very much a, uh, a personal thing. And I'm, I'm going to give, um, Oh, this is very cool, Chris. Congrats. To be a live show in Dutch in December 2023 to inform people about pets and the care they need with the vets, volunteers from shelters, and music about pets. Again, I think Shirley Subet. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. We're going to have to touch base on this. This is very, very cool. Thanks for sharing that. Sorry, I digress. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fine. Uh, All right. So, so far, guys, if you're popping in now, we talked about some activities to do. We talked about meaning. Um, but yeah, I'll, I think the final thing for meaning for me would be, that's why I like, you know, the Dalai Lama so much is that there is no right or wrong answer. It's do what you do. And as long as you're doing it the way, you know, the way you like, you've, you've got meaning, I guess. Now, another individual who many people know of, and we were just talking about him, um, a good person explaining how to find your passion is Mr. Tony Robbins, the, right. as you called him, the OG to self-motivation, whatever you call it. He's been doing it for, how, uh, we won't get into that. Forever. But, He's been doing um, it forever. And he apparently still is. If you go to his website, you can order tickets for his next season. Um, so he wrote a blog of 10 ways to find passion. So as we go through our opinions, I figure we'll kind of go through and see. So number one that he has is shifting perspective. Pretty self-explanatory, but very complicated to do. Right. From somebody on my end with ADD or anxiety, turning the script sounds much easier than doing it, right? Now, oh luckily for me, more recently, <laughs> I'm able to do it. But shifting perspective for layman's terms, I think, is basically take where you're going and kind of expand on it. If it doesn't look right or it doesn't sound right, Try it this way. Uh, I always go back to Einstein. The uh, uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, over and, and over. expecting the same results. Right, right. God, that guy is amazing. He did much more than just science. I'll tell you that. Right. The shifting perspective. Um, again, it's hard. It's it's yeah. not an easy task to do. But once you do it, right. you really can't stop. And it's actually kind of like it's almost autopilot for me now. Like even if right. I don't want to shift perspective, I right. do. <laughs> I think another word for perspective would be mindset as well is shifting your mindset because what we put out there is exactly what will come back to us. So if we ship, shift our perspective and our mindset to something positive, positive will come back to us. And there you go. That's the great way to explain passion first off, because what you want is going to be what's going to make you feel good. Right. Right. And that's it. Number two, he wrote down, discover your number one human need. What is the one thing you want? Now, this is something we've talked about before, too. Um, it can change day to day. But I think if you find one, maybe two, I, I wouldn't limit it to one. I would say maybe two, two, three things. Find those things that are super important 
and just do that. Right. Um, on one of my videos I did before, you know, we talked about, um, what was it? It's not how you do it. It's what you want to end up getting out of it. You'll get the work done, but if you focus too much on the work, you're not going to find where you're going. So discover one or two things that you think are important. Some of his examples, certainty, significance, variety, love, growth, and contribution. <laughs> Very general words, but you know, I think it's on purpose because you can probably define them personally. Right. Um, what do you think on that one? Discovering your one need. Yeah. Uh, again, I, I think all of these things are going to lead into, you know, the same thing basically is pick the one that works for you because you're we're going to get a whole list. So that one doesn't float my boat. So let's move on to the next one. I, it's kind of one of those more obvious, like, okay, yeah. pick the one thing you need. Well, okay, obviously okay. I'm not going to pick something I don't want because right, you know. exactly. number three, look at what you love. And this kind of goes with number two. Maybe the thing you need is the one that you care most about. So, you right. know, family, wife, all that stuff, that's of utmost right. importance. Exactly. Um, obviously, self-sufficiency I've talked about, very important. Um, you know, home feeling, feeling, you know, secure, stuff like that. So find what you love, and that could be where you end up leading your passion right. to because you, you're already in love with it. You know, right. it, it's not going to be hard to make it a passion Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you guys don't go away because we have a free gift for you today. Um, all about finding your passion. So all these things that we're talking about, we want you to be able to take away and maybe kind of find your passion. Right. Number four. And I think we've kind of talked about this off screen. Notice where you spend free time. Right. Um, right. A lot of times uh, the most productive people in the world, whether it's people who run social media, people who run you know, Starbucks, whatever, they'll say what they do on their off time makes a difference. Right. You can enjoy dancing. You can enjoy exercising. You can right. enjoy riding horses. Doesn't matter what you do on your free time, but do something that kind of keeps you moving, right? right? Whether it's your mind, your body. Right. Personally, both. Right. You know? Agreed. Number five, recognize patterns. He's actually talking good and bad. So if you're trying to break a habit, we talked about this the other day, how can you break that habit? If you notice it's a good habit, how can you keep up the habit? Uh, the monk we talked about who talked about the first thing you do is you make your bed. Right. Such a simple thing. Right. Takes you all of maybe two minutes. You exactly. close your pillow, you straighten your comforter, you're done. Right. Do that for seven days. See how you feel. So... While you don't want to get stuck on the bad, it's important to know both because you don't want to go back to the bad while you are working on the good, right? I think you'd agree right. with that one. Uh, totally. That's something we both, I think, you know, through therapy, I think that's something you, you learn oh, yeah. when you do that. You work on, yeah. You work on, but you always want to remember where you came from to not go back to where, yeah. Number six, he calls it the rocking chair test. So... Imagine yourself when you're 90 years old, sitting on the porch in your rocking chair. What was the biggest regret? What do you wish you had experienced? What passion do you wish you had followed? And how do you want to be remembered? Interesting. That's kind of an interesting little thing, right? 
Um, and I think they use other names for that, but I love the rocking chair test because that, that's like what you see in a picture, right? You see, right, you know, right. the, the old couple sitting there. I love there that. And, that's know, a great you know, activity. That's a really great activity. I, I, I hope those of you watching, whether you're live or on replay, give that a try. That is really cool. I think we should do that, Rob. We should, we should give that. I would prefer those little hammock swings like we had, you know, that's just me because <laughs> I'm more upscale than, you know. Yeah. But yeah. So he's basically saying here, what are the things that you really want to do, but think about them before you right. get to the point where you're like, oops. Yep. Number seven, very hard to do. And I still try to do this daily. Examine your fears. Huh. So, uh, it's actually funny. He, he wrote down, have you ever thought about quitting your job to go into things like baking cupcakes or walking <laughs> dogs? You know, horrible ideas, right? No, but what he's talking about here is when you want to do that thing you want to do, but the first thing that comes to mind is, oh my God, everything wrong. Look at it. Look at what exactly it is. This kind of goes into when we talk about business sometimes. Do do it even if it fails or do it because it will fail, because the more you fail and try, the better yes. you're going to figure out. Yes. So Andrea Waltz, who wrote this book, Go for No. And literally the whole concept is you fail your way to success. There you go. You fail your way to success. Go for the no's. Because the more no's you get, the more yeses you'll get. So fail your way to success. I love that. That is so. I, maybe she's a big Tony Robbins fan. I don't know. Who knows? All right, number eight. I love this one because sometimes you just got to be unreasonable. He says, "Be unreasonable. Passions are never rational," which sounds hilarious, right? But do the thing that your teacher probably said, don't do because you're not going to do anything from it. Right. That's the thing that he wants you to do. Now, obviously, he's not saying risk it all and then end up going screwed. He's saying do the things that you want to do. Uh, art stuff, music, uh, writing. It's funny how, what was it? I think Rowling, J.K. Rowling, I think at 50 or 60, I think, first got big. Um, who else was it? Samuel Jackson really didn't get his first big thing till he was like 65 or something. So the message so, is, you know, do it. Going. You might not end up doing it immediately, but look at how, and right. these people are still doing it even at a, right. you know, so be unreasonable. Um, number nine, get out of your comfort zone. God, I feel like you talking to me, <laughs> um, you know, and, and again, you don't have to necessarily literally, you know, literally do it. But go for the things that you don't think you would actually be able to do. Do the ideas, do the things that I kind of feel like I sound like him now. I'm doing the Tony Robbins thing now. <laughs> do it, do it. But get out of your comfort zone. Try, they, you know, travel somewhere new. Join a sport. Try a new food. Right. Keep it simple first. Just do But it's a, a great way to love yourself. It is a great way to show yourself love is stepping out of your comfort zone, stepping out of all this. I mean, I, all of these things are great examples on how to love yourself. What's number 10, Rob? So cultivate belief in yourself. Hmm. I, I see why he put that at the end because it's probably the most motivational right there. And it's also the one thing nobody knows how to do or nobody wants to do because it's scary to believe in yourself. Because right. if you right. believe in yourself and you screw up, your brain not, ain't going to be too happy. 
But cultivate belief. And this is something that I do daily. This is why I change my daily word from happy to gratitude and to appreciation. Because if I can cultivate gratitude outside of me and appreciation outside of me, I can easily cultivate gratitude inside of me as well. Um, I, I feel like I just made a, I should copyright that somewhere. Um, yeah. That's but, you know, make your, tell, show, show up your brain. I think a quote that I talked about in one of the shows was overcome yourself. Don't let yourself overcome you. If you Ooh, can show like up your brain and you can show your brain that you are the boss show. And this goes to the comfort zone. Show it that you'll try that new food. Try that sport. You might not like it. But the point is you're you showing your brain. Yeah. And by doing that, you're cultivating belief. And you're cultivating love. I mean, for me, I know the show is love yourself, but the more I think about it, it's more like believe in yourself, believe in your passion. You know what I mean? And I know it's such a, it's such a obvious comment, but I I love this kind of video. I do too. I love this too. And again, because I, I I love the conversation about passion and we kind of alluded to it. We just kind of said it right out loud. We do have a a gift for everybody. Um, We have an ebook that we created it's called Finding Your Passion. And the place to get it, and it's free, guys, it's totally free. You should go to Minding Your Mental Health. I just put the link into the comments. Um, and go get it. And literally, it is a step by step by step by step of things that you can try, things that you can do. Um, and again, not everything is going to work for you. But this is a great kicking off point. Uh, one of the things that I have heard from so many people so often is, I don't know what my passion is. How can I follow my passion if I don't even know what it is? And so I think the tips that we heard from Tony Robbins that you mentioned, the tips that the Dalai Lama, I don't think he would call them tips, but the the conversation from the Dalai Lama, and take a look at this book, is there are many ways to find your passion. And I think that if we can all get to a point that we're doing something that we love, we're going to actually love ourselves. Um, you know, uh, that's passion is where it's at. If you don't have passion in life, you might as well just sit down and get out of the game. So I, I think it's really important. If you're tuning in live right now and you have any thoughts on this, following your passion, how to love yourself, all of these things, we'd love to hear from you. Either put it in the chat or go check out mindingyourmentalhealth.com. Yes, we have a website now. Rob and I have a landing page that we're going to build out the website. It's not 100% built out, obviously, but go check it out and you'll see that we're growing. We're, we're having some fun here. We're, any last thoughts, Rob, about loving ourselves and having gratitude? Um, I wish I could remember what I just said a minute ago because that was a great way to end That was really um, good. We'll have to go back and listen to the recording. I'll have to go back and listen to it. Um, yeah, you know, just take it from two people with, you know, with anxiety and and ADD. Um, It's might take some time, kind of hard, but you know, I, I feel, I'll speak for myself. I feel like I'm on the way to where I'd like to do, like to be. Um, And yeah, mic drop. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think we're all works in progress. And I'm sure our viewers, our listeners would probably, if they thought about it, say the same thing. Each day 
it's a different story. Each day, it's a different journey. Hopefully, it's a journey going forward and not backwards. Uh, but it's it, it, it's different for all of us. It's different for all of us. So we are so thrilled that you chose to spend your day with us because you know that you have a choice as to where you spend it. We want to thank all of our live viewers. There were quite a few of you on today, so we are very pleased for that. Make sure you join us next week on our next episode of Minding Your Mental Health. Go out, give somebody an awesome day, and we'll see you next time on the next Minding Your Mental Health. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>